Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Perhaps you've visited a vineyard in the past, or seen them in the movies, Tuscany or France. Cinematographers do a great job filming these scenes as you see the sloping landscape and the row after row of trellises with the grapevines and then the close-ups of the branches and the leaves and if it's harvest time the clusters of red and white grapes so luscious jesus says i am the true vine and my father is the vine grower the father tends the vine takes away what doesn't belong there and prunes it so that there can be even more fruit The point of Jesus' image is connection and how important it is to stay connected to him. I remember going to confession, oh my, this is probably a couple decades ago, and I was talking about how I'd slipped up in prayer. I made a promise to say the Liturgy of the Hours, the prayer of the church every day, and I had been skipping some hours, just not paying attention to my responsibility there. And I also wasn't giving time in for daily meditation, which I also felt was my obligation to the Lord. And I said to my spiritual director, you know, I don't think it's a mortal sin, but I know it's wrong. And he interrupted me and said, oh, no, it's worse. I said, worse than a mortal sin? Oh, yes. Without being connected to Jesus, there's no love. There's no healing. There's no spirit. He later told me in the confession that he was exaggerating to get my attention. Well, he got my attention. I'm talking about it 20 years later. It's all about connection. You know, in that passage, Jesus says the verb remain eight times. Remain in me as I remain in you. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want. It will be done for you. I'd like to share with you something I read by Father Ron Rollheiser. He's a missionary oblate of Mary Immaculate, a very prolific author. He's written lots of books. His column is in 90 newspapers in five countries. He said of all the columns he's ever written, the one I'm about to share with you is the one he's gotten the most response from. It has to do with those who have drifted away from their faith. Don't we all know someone maybe a son or a daughter, grandchildren, they don't go to church anymore. Or they've slipped away from their faith. They may not even think about God much, but we worry about them. Ron Rollheiser in his article talks about the things that we know and we do. We pray for them. St. Monica prayed for St. Augustine for 17 years, praying for his conversion. And finally, he did convert to Christianity and became a bishop and one of the greatest doctors of the church in our history. Yes, we pray. We also want to set good example. Pope Francis talks about this a lot. If people see me living the joy of the gospel, see me as a happy person, maybe they'll be attracted to come back. But Ron Rollheiser talks about one more thing that I never thought of before. Maybe you haven't thought about this either. He talks about because we are connected to the vine and we are connected to them, when we love our loved ones who have drifted away, it's God loving them. 
He uses the metaphor of the body of Christ, which is a parallel image in St. Paul's writings, how we're all connected, Jesus as the head and all of us as members of the body. When our loved ones ask for our forgiveness for some transgression, it's not like being all the way back at the confessional, but they're in the process of forgiving. It's really God who is forgiving them. Isn't that amazing? Isn't this a powerful reality that maybe we haven't thought of before? When I stay connected with who's ever drifted from the faith, because I'm connected to the Lord, they're connected to the Lord. This comes from the center of our faith in the Eucharist. When I receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ, and then I go out, whoever I meet, it's Jesus who meets them. When I was a kid, we used to love to fly kites. It was the old-fashioned kind, the diamond kind. Today, you buy a kite, you put a string on it, it just flies. In the old days, those of you who have done this, you know what I'm talking about. You had to make a bow in the back. It had to be four inches deep, or that kite would just flip-flop around. You had to put a tail on it. We took strips of cloth, and we'd tie them together. It had to be used to about at least six feet long, right? Otherwise, the kite would just crash. And then we would get that kite up. We would take balls of string and tie them together so the kite could go way out there, way up there. And because we held on to it and pulled back, it used to elevate with each pull. And then we would even take pieces of paper, like a little square, and write a message. And we'd tear it a little bit, put it on the line, and let the wind take that message all the way up to the kite. Isn't that an image for what we're talking about today? No matter how far away our loved ones may seem, they're still connected to us. When they love us, they're loving God because we are the body of Christ. We are the branches on the vine. And because of us, they're on the vine, at least in some little way still. It's a great message of hope. No wonder He had so much response to this column because it's not just praying and it's not just setting good example. We help them stay connected. I'd like to conclude with this parable by G.K. Chesterton, a British writer born in 1874. He had many gifts. He told a story that relates to what we're talking about today. Seems a man who didn't have much faith in his life, didn't go to church, didn't think about God too much. He ended up in hell. So one of his friends went down to the gate to make a case for him. and said, you know, he wasn't that bad of a guy. Can't, can't you let him out? The gates wouldn't budge. Then the guy's priest went down there. Evidently, they had started to have some conversations. And he said, you know, I was starting to talk to him. And if I just had some more time, maybe he would have come around. Not an inch. But then the man's mother went down there. She didn't beg for him. She went right up to the gate, looked the devil in the eye, and with a catch in her voice said, Let me in. Let me in. G.K. Chesterton says, Love goes down through the gates of hell to redeem the dead. That's us. We are called to be like that mom. That's our mission.
If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.